Welcome back to Hour 2 of Shop Girls. You are listening to Harmony Kaplan along with Grant Whitaker. I don't know, the first hour just went so quickly. I know, it felt like five minutes. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're happy to have you with us. And this is the portion of the show where we take your questions. Yes. And so feel free. You can call at 651-641-1071. You can always go to the Shop Girls page at mytalk 102 71.com uh, and leave us a question there or at Twitter at Ali Shops or at Harmony Kaplan. And there was a question that came in this week and I had a couple answers for it, Grant, but maybe you can um, add to it. Uh, this woman said, you, well, they said, you two know everything about shopping, but we'll make it you three. Yes. Okay. Uh, in the Twin Cities. So wondering where my daughter might find a bohemian dress appropriate for her late summer wedding. Also, under $500. Impossible? Thank you for your help. Well, the first thing I thought of is beholden at uh, anthropology. It's really the initials. I won't get B-H-L-N-D, I think, is all in caps. But they have some real bohemian-style wedding gowns. And there are certainly some that are more than 500, but there are some that are around that or even a little bit less. And I think that's a really good place um, place. to start. And I also, maybe it sounds funny, but I have seen some even at David's Bridal. Do you know who else locally, who's a local store and a local business, if you want to support something like that, on Lindale is, oh, a, do you remember, do you know the store LaRue's? LaRue. You know what? We talk about that all the time because they have they unusual have looking things and yeah. Yeah. And, and they have that separate bridal department. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I she guess has I have a, a, a separate bridal department oh. that literally is what she calls is like very prairie chic, bohemian. Yeah. I have styled a bridal editorial with a beautiful bohemian dress with long sleeves. It was from there. And would they also be in her price range? They would be in her price range. And the other thing is, too, some of those designers that she carries are local designers. Ah. So it's an opportunity to have something made for you. Oh, okay. That's good. Well, I think that we, this lady's name is Mary, and I think, I hope that we have helped her. Yeah, me too. Okay. So anyway, if you have a question, feel free to call 651-641-1071. Meanwhile, I've been waiting for you to come here because I need your take on this. Um, I found an article in Business Insider, and it's titled, The Worst Style Mistakes a Man Can Make According to Women and How to Avoid Them. (laughs) And what I loved, the picture that it showed on the very front of this article was one of my pet peeves, um, a man, it just showed a man's legs in sandals with white socks. I know. Oh, socks and sandals do not go together, people. Okay. But I'm going to start with 10 to 1. Okay. And we'll, you know, let's get your take on this. I'm in it. Okay. The first one that they say is a mistake is they say jean shorts, or they call them jorts, with kind of that unsightly hemline. Y'all. Okay. What do you think about that? I, I agree. Okay. I agree. There was a trend period in the 90s where jean shorts were appropriate because it was a little bit more like hip hop and fun and pop culture driven. Now, no. The jean shorts that are out there right now are no. And a lot of times they end up having funky pleats to them. Mm-hmm. They end up making you look boxier. Okay. You know? Typically, the man that might go for a jean short look 
Just saying. Yeah. Might tuck a polo shirt, tuck it into the jean short. No, 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 okay. no. A lot no. of no's there. Okay. Next one, baggy jeans. They baggy don't like jeans. baggy jeans. I well, say. I think it, it it has to be my my take on it is I think if you're doing it for a particular style element, it's fine. I don't always love if I see your underwear and then I see the baggy jean. <laughs> Not my thing. No. Um, but I also think nowadays, you know, here would think of it as going on a first date. If you're going to go on a first date with a fine looking woman, mm -hmm. you got to let her show. You got to let her know what you're working with. You don't want to have it all hidden and not be in the right places. Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Right. Oh, I always it's think been like a long time since wearing, I've been on a date. Wearing appropriate clothes is always thinking of yourself as going on that first date. Okay, that's a good way of looking at it. Okay, here's one that I thought was interesting. They say that women do not like inappropriate headwear. They say no fedoras, <laughs> hats make you look like you're trying too hard. Don't wear them as you sit here with a hat on. Yeah, and I think there's a time and place. I think, again, as you mentioned this morning about the hat, I think it depends on what you're working with underneath the hat. Okay. Because some men who could be a couple of different reasons. If you are, for example, a bald man and maybe it's a little bit of sun protection. Oh, Sometimes that's true. it's a little bit of a, a trend thing. You know, it could be a couple of different reasons. There's some guys who can pull it off. Yeah. I think fedoras, that's probably, I remember I, when my grandson was less than a year old and he had a little fedora and it was adorable. But yeah. That's, he was a baby. Well, and but, I think it is. It, it can be, I mean, it can be a Frank Sinatra statement, which could be kind of regal and kind of amazing. Sing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But then there's those moments too where sometimes it's not always appropriate to throw on a, a weird hat. Yeah. I, okay, I agree with you. Improper grooming. Um, if you have a neatly trimmed beard or stubble or no facial hair, women think that's fine, but improper grooming, no. I think that's across the board, don't you? Women's beards too? Well, we yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> those would not be fun. No good. But I no think good. facial hair, any of those can, improper grooming on the male or female side, again, Clean it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. No, I would agree with you. This one, I didn't know people do this. Fake glasses. If you don't need them, don't wear them. I didn't know people did that. I've why? Done it before. Seriously, why? Because I think sometimes, you know, it's it's a little bit more of like, you know, I when I was in high school, I graduated in the later 90s. It was kind of like the Armani glasses with the suit were kind of the thing. And so all of a sudden you were putting on a pair of fake glasses to go with like the suit and the tie. But I think it, it it's an age thing. Yeah. Like if you're younger and you're like into you your 20s, everything maybe early younger. 30s, then you're you're doing something that's great. Yeah. When you're a little older, no. The thing is, glasses have definitely become a fashion statement. Absolutely. So that if you do need glasses. You have and a beautiful so, pair of glasses oh, on today. Um, so many of us do. Then, yes, it's fun to make them a fashion statement. But if you don't need them. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's true. Okay. So, all right. The fifth one, working our way to number one, was the socks with sandals. Um, and what would you suggest? Instead of wearing that look of socks with sandals, what would you think would be the right look well, that a man should I, you go know, for. It's, it's funny that you say that because I was trying to think what would be the reasons of why you would wear socks with sandals because I think it's hideous. Yeah. I, I, yeah. But it, like, you know, let's say you had a bruise or maybe some, you know, like if there's a vein issue around your ankles or something like that. Here's the thing is if you decide that that's a necessity for you, if it's something you like, think about the sock. Meaning don't put a tacky white sock on. We have such great men's 
I mean, men's socks is a thing. Okay, right? but you're saying that then you think it would be a right to wear the socks with well, sandals? Well, imagine this. Imagine wearing like a like a V-neck sweater with kind of a more preppy look, and then you did an argyle sock that was pushed down, not pulled all the way up, yeah. pushed down a little bit with like maybe a cool sandal. I don't agree. Well, I'd I think say, in general it's I a no-no. Wear, if you're going to wear the socks, then wear them with a sneaker. Here's what I would say: it's a no-no at all times, unless you have an issue. If you have an issue with it, buy go a, to the a, doctor. Buy a fun sock. Okay, but I, but I also think otherwise, you know, wear a sandal. Wear, go to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut your feet off. <laughs> wear socks. With a with a sneaker or wear sneakers, I that to me that look is just yeah. I, I can't. I saw someone it. recently in a line, and they were in flip flops and socks. Oh my oh, god! I, okay, uh, tucked in shirts that aren't supposed to be tucked in, and what they say is if a shirt has a tail, then it's supposed to be tucked in. If it doesn't, it's not supposed to be tucked in. I agree. Which, I mean that's simple. It enough. depends, and then plus nowadays it's all about the fit. A nice men's classy dress shirt will come in certain fits if you want to tuck it in. Yeah. Right. And there are there is the company um, Untuck It. Yes. Um, which the shirts yeah. are made to be worn out. Absolutely. And they look good. Um, pleated khaki pants Whoa. or old man pants. Those are not flattering on any man. No. And, you know, you know, one of our retailers loves khaki pants and I don't get it. Okay. Well, we won't mention names or anything. No, we won't. Okay, clothes that don't fit. Just, you know, that people just put on everything oversized. Maybe it's comfortable, but... Well, you know, it's a little bit in our... It's a, a trend that's coming back around for fall again, but it doesn't mean... Think of it again. Not sloppy. If you're okay. going to... No, not sloppy. If you're going to go and meet with somebody, tailoring is so important, right. you know? Okay, and they say the number one mistake that women feel men make... Loud shirts with writing, graphics, or flames. They're not clever. They're not cute. They're a serious turnoff. No. I hadn't thought about the flames. Well, imagine walking in and seeing someone that you think is incredibly attractive. And all of a sudden you look down and it's like, I'm hot on my shirt. I got this hot flame <laughs> rocking me out. You're like, oh, what's that? Not, not really yeah, attractive. Not fun. Not such a good look. Well, okay. So we, you have helped us. And every woman that's Happy to help. listening out there hopefully has been taking notes and will tell her um, the man in her life. Yes. Which I'm sure she does. Yes. Do not wear that. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you know what time it is. Oh. It's time for Harmony's Tech Report. Stay tuned. Welcome back. I hate to interrupt Sam Smith, but he'll understand, I'm sure. Oh, he'll get over it, but he's okay. fabulous. But welcome back to Shop Girls on My Talk 1071. <laughs> this is Harmony Kaplan. I'm here with Grant Whitaker. And it is 12, almost 12:18. And you know what that means, don't you? It's time for my tech report. The internet is, is a series of tubes. Time once again for Harmony's Tech Report. Okay, I have to start with Riri. You know my friend Riri? I do. Rihanna, for those of you who aren't as close as I am <laughs> with her. Uh, she may have just cost Snapchat $600 million with one Instagram story. But I just love this. I mean, and they deserve it. Um, they had an advertisement for a game called Would You Rather? 
And they asked users, would they rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? And obviously they were, it, it certainly appeared in all ways to make light of their infamous domestic violence incident that took place way back in 2009 now. So following, there was, there was some serious backlash, uh, and Snapchat removed this, and they released an apology, and they said in part, the advertisement was reviewed and approved in error as it violates our advertising guidelines. We immediately removed the ad last weekend once we became aware. However, that did not sit well with Riri. And so she had an Instagram story, and I love what she said. She said, now Snapchat. I know you already know you ain't my fave app out there, but I'm just trying to figure out what the point was with this mess. I'd love to call it ignorance, but I know you ain't that dumb. You spent money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to domestic violence victims and make a joke of it. This isn't about my personal feelings because I don't have much of them, but all the women, children and men that have been victims in the past and especially the ones who haven't made it out yet. You let them down. And then she added, shame on you. Throw the whole apology away. And, I, you know, I mean, I give her credit for doing that. Actually. Absolutely. And the stock absolutely did dip. Uh, it was the second time in the last, well, in recent weeks, because Kylie Jenner right. also had tweeted. And even though she sort of afterwards said, oh, I really love Snapchat. It was too late and it still went down. I I don't see how that's a mistake. I think it's not a mistake. I yeah, mean, in I, any I, situation, we have to have decorum and we have to have respect for people. Yeah. And I don't know how somebody could miss that. I could see how they would think that, you know, it's but it. regardless. No, it's stupid. Yep. It was stupid. So here's a question. Do you like facebook or snapchat better do you have a preference i have i i prefer to be honest with you i prefer facebook because you're old that's why all of us old people yes according to research by pew 40 i'm not an uh, old lady and my skin looks amazing (laughs) if you do say so yourself okay (laughs) anyway pew research confirms that adults over 30 Okay, use Facebook much more consistently than any other platform. Hmm. Um, And they say that's probably why the perception among young people is that Facebook isn't so cool anymore. But I use Instagram. Um, Well, I do, too. But what it says is that it appears like social media platforms I've seen is age divide and a mere 10 percent of Americans over the age of 50 are on Snapchat, while 68% of that same group are on Facebook. So I think I think Snapchat just is geared to really young. I, you know, when it first came out and they were doing all of the, you know, cute little pictures yeah. that you could do and all that, I downloaded it and I used it and sent pictures back and forth to my grandsons. And then it was like, I, don't I have this. like 12 people who have said, why aren't you on Snapchat? Why are you on really? Snapchat? And I was just like, because... It's an it's enough, and I'm a visual person, and I like Instagram. You know. Yeah, and I, the other thing is, I, you know, sometimes what's your hand, you have what's your Instagram handle? At Harmony Kaplan. Okay, yeah, I'm at G Fashion Style. Oh, of course you How are. Amazing. <laughs> but I just I think you can get bogged down even with emojis. You know, sometimes Allie and I are are texting back and forth, and she does all of these emojis. And I was writing there one day, and I said. I would have put an emoji. But I just am too tired to bother to go to the emojis and use no, it. No, I, I get you know, it. Sometimes it's just too much. Anyway, okay. 
back to the important things. So there is a new Fitbit Versa that was introduced on Tuesday. This is a new watch Hmm. that is, you know, really um, similar to Apple Watches. They did have one that they had uh, out in the past that was called a Fitbit Ionic. But this one is geared towards more the mainstream audience and also people with smaller wrists. So, you know, it it looks a lot like the Apple. It's kind of good looking, I think. Um, But it can do all the things that you need. First of all, it's going to be, you know, your workout watch. It's going to have the 24-7 heart rate monitoring and other personalized um, fitness tips. But you can also answer texts and download apps and store music and, you know, all of those kind of things that you want to do. And it's $200. Uh, and it was just introduced this last Tuesday. So that's actually pretty affordable compared yeah, to like yes. the Apple Watch. Yeah, don't I you think, think so too. And so it's the Fitbit Versa. If you're in, and it comes in three colors: black, silver, and rose gold. So, hmm. I, I do you have one of those kind of watches that I you don't, can keep actually. looking at your wrist and no, taking phone I have, calls? I have a, a pr- I have an app that I use on my phone. Yeah. You know, but no, I, I'm weird about, like, I don't wear a regular watch though. That's probably why. Oh, I just couldn't be without a watch. You know, not, not so much my thing. Okay. Well, you don't have to, if you don't want to. Yeah. I'm not techie Um, like you. Well, that's true. I can teach you a few things. So Apple stores are getting a lot of complaints because Hmm. of the long wait times and the overcrowding and awkward customer service interactions. And a lot of shoppers are not happy about this. Now, Apple right now is redesigning some of their stores, and um, but I thought this was really frightening. People are comparing the problems there to the dreaded DMV, that it is not pleasant to go there. Um, do they are they giving out numbers yet? <laughs> I don't think they've started, but they might have to do that. Um, it, there, there was somebody from Business Insider who said that they went to a store in New York and that it was packed and it was unclear which employees were available to help uh, and which were otherwise occupied. And without a reservation, you couldn't even get near the Genius Bar and they weren't taking reservations. I mean, people are really having a bad time with this and complaining about all of the um, even even this one customer had an appointment at three thirty and at five o'clock. Mm. They were still sitting there and said, you know, it was going to be a little while yet. So this is not going over well and they're going to have to but do I, something. I seem to experience that, you know, I'm, I'm, it sounds like it, sure it's an Apple thing, but it seems to be a technology thing. I go to a, get a new cell phone and go to your provider. I mean, it seems like you're there for hours yeah, and like you're Like you have waiting. to just plan for the day. Totally. It's, it's a problem. Here is something I know you are going to want. Okay. Um, there is an unscripted series from your fave, Kim Kardashian, oh. uh, featuring famous people getting pranked by their kids. And this is coming to Facebook's watch video service. Did you know they had a watch I video didn't. service? Well, I'm here to tell you about it. Um, there are 10 episodes. It's called You're Kidding Me. And it's inspired by her own family's antics. Because she says kids are in charge and parents have to do what the kids tell them to do. So the show's being produced by Lionsgate. And she says she knows from firsthand experience that children are wise beyond their years and can come up with the craziest things. So imagine how funny it will be to see them make all the decisions. 
And this is going to be available. It's not you're kidding me. It's you kidding me. You kidding me. You kidding me. Are you kidding me? Uh, it's going to be available uh, via mobile, desktop, and Facebook's TV apps. And so if you're on Facebook, you can choose to participate uh, in the pranking of your favorite celebrities if you want to. Uh, I do not totally understand because how do the parents not know what the kids are? I, it's very confusing to me. It's a little confusing. But, I agree. But, but it might be kind of funny. It might be. It's Might from be. Kimmy. It's from Kimmy, and that's yeah. what we know. So anyway, that's... She kidding us. She, <laughs> that's all the time we have for the tech report today. Dang oh, it. no. But we've got lots more, so don't go away. We'll be back after this. I feel so bad bringing that song to an end. I know. It's, it makes so, you we want to dance, it doesn't really it? It really does, yeah. Oh, my goodness. But we have shopping to talk about. We this do. is Shop Girls, and I'm Harmony Kaplan here with Grant Whitaker. And we've got a lot more to talk about. One of the things we we can't let the week go by without talking about uh, Hubert. I, I, how do you pronounce his first name? Hubert. Hubert de Givenchy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, an incredible designer who died this past week at the age of 91. But he was really one of the great fashion icons. And he certainly... Uh, designed all these glamorous and sophisticated looks and Robin Givon, or I never know if it's Givon or given, but uh, she is a wonderful writer for the Washington post. And she did a wonderful story about Givenchy. It's a beautiful and story. She, one of the things she said is that he achieved a remarkable feat with a single little black satin dress worn by Audrey Hepburn in the opening sequence of Breakfast at Tiffany's, which came out in 1961. And she said, from the front, the dress was simple enough, sleek and sleeveless with a flattering baton neckline. From the back, it was dynamic, sexy, and utterly sophisticated with its geometric cutouts and the alluring way it framed the nape of her neck. Um, and, and what I liked, she went on to describe how the dress really told a lot about who Audrey Hepburn's character was. It was. But I mean, you know, I mean, he was an impeccable designer and in so many facets. I mean, I think, you know, I'm, I'm such a fashion enthusiast. I'm like, I see him as like literally like one of the greats. And it's interesting too, because a lot of people don't know this. He was one of the first pioneers for African-American models. Oh, is that right? I didn't he was. know that. I mean, he, it, it goes on and on and on. And, you know, I followed him over all the years. I was just talking to you a moment ago about like CNN style and like, you know, in the 80s, yeah. there were these great exposés that would follow him as around his atelier. I mean, some of these things you can literally go online. You could probably go to YouTube and you'll see great interviews. But, you know, he was also very inspired by Balenciaga, uh-huh. you know, that was his kind of mentor. That was where he kind of started to craft some of his own work and designs from was very inspired by their lines. But I mean, really what, um, what a historical figure, figure and absolutely. And you know, one of the things that she pointed out too, is that the dress that he designed for her in the early sixties could have looked just fine today. Yeah. You know, I mean, it would be, it would be equally, um, but she only, after that moment, she only oh, wore she, right. she, she was like his muse. Yeah. And what was, I thought was really fascinating that I did not know when he went to meet her, he thought he was meeting Catherine Hepburn. Yeah. 
and apparently was very disappointed when he realized it was not her. But uh, things changed rather dramatically once they met and uh, they established a great friendship and uh, she really did wear his clothes right. just about at any appearance. I don't know. Do you think she wore them in, his, in her own private life as well? I would think so. You know, we did. Um, I was fortunate enough. Lifetime had released an Audrey Hepburn book. It was, I was oh, right. in like uh, yes. 2007, yeah. I think. And a local photographer, Michael Haug, we shot this beautiful model and we got the rights to use the Lifetime page at that time. And I, and I did a beautiful editorial that was inspired by Audrey Hepburn. The model looked a lot like her, but it was interesting because I started doing a lot of reading on her, you know, and, and one of the articles said that Audrey Hepburn really started, was responsible for starting the relationships, really those soul relationships with design houses. Oh, oh sure. Now there are so many stars right. that seem to like, I feel like Jennifer Lawrence is always in Dior. Yeah, absolutely. I and, mean, there's it, but I mean, what a great model Audrey Hepburn was. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, she she still remains like one of the regal. Big, yeah, absolutely. She was one of a kind. Well, anyway, we um, we're sad to see that that he passed, but his his designs will live on. Um, speaking of designs, yes. Do you know? Do you like my segue there? I did. Okay. Well, we have to talk about fall. Yeah. Twenty eighteen, because even though we're barely getting to spring, right? We got to talk about fall. And the fall 2018 shows have concluded. And uh, there were a lot of looks for men and women that were shown out there. And I think we should probably touch on some of the ones that at least, you know, you think are really going to be out there. The one I wanted, I want to ask you about, because mm -hmm. I guess Prada really showed it. And I saw we pra practically never have a show where we don't mention Gigi Hadid. Yes. Sometimes Bella Hadid. Yes. But we usually talk I about I love them. how you say Hadid. Yes. And we were talking about them last week and they were wearing neon. Yep. Which Prada had shown. Yeah. So do you think that we're really, I mean, I feel like it wasn't that long ago that neon was out there. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be a, a really hot look for fall? I do. I think it'll be a big one. I think because it kind of goes, you know, a lot of the, like, you know, having watched a lot of the shows, it's interesting to... You know, I used to travel out to see some of the shows, but, you know, now we're in a time period like Allie and I work on Fashion Opus. So it's this time period where we start to think about certain things and a lot of the trends and stuff. Right. So I've been doing a lot of following. It's one of those things where, like, we're talking 80, like, later 80s meets kind of early 90s right now. Okay. Neon being so huge yeah. in the 80s. But then it was kind of redevised. It's funny because we have a lot of logos that we're seeing. With a lot of neon, and that's why I'm the talking logos about logos and neons together. Yeah, it's oh. like the '80s and '90s complement. So I okay. think it's going to actually be done for the first time in kind of a real, kind of trendy, cool way to wear it. Whereas, I like it because I, I love too. colors. So, but there know. was like a beautiful photo. Um, I, I'm forgetting whose line it was, but a male in a really nice neon kind of yellow sweater, but it was paired so down with yes. a great coat that it looked really nice. It was Louis Vuitton. But, you know, I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, there's a lot of kind of those 80s, 90s influences that are coming in fall fashion right now. And yellow is, is, is yellow going to be big for fall or is it really just spring, do you think? No, I think it, what, that's a good question because it's translating from yellow to neon yellow. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, and a lot of that happens season by season, you know, I mean, it's like, but right now, like, I mean, logos are everywhere yeah. because there's certain things that we see like camouflage or, you know, we talk about military every season, but it's being done in, in neons and brighter prints and logos. And there's a lot of reflection in clothing. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the trends I, I saw in this article in Vogue was um, three dimensional sparkle. Yeah, there is three dimensional sparkle. There's also there's a, a particular line. I, that I follow on Instagram, I'm forgetting their name right now, but they did almost velveteen type suits mm -hmm. that almost look like a three dimensional version of shark skin. Oh, you know, they've got, it's almost like a little bit of peach and a little bit of violet and a little bit of blue. I mean, technology this season and fall fashion is amazing. But then what's really amazing is with um, Versace coming back and doing what they've done and rehousing kind of the lines that Gianni did in the 90s is everybody's taking that inspiration. So there's scarf prints and like those yeah. Hermes type prints. A lot of those things that are really vibrant. Do you like the logos? To be honest with you, I, I'm I'm like I'm I graduated high school in the 90s. The logo thing, the Tommy Hill figure, yeah. you know, like the hip hop culture, all of that stuff. I, I do. Do you? You will find me oftentimes in like a Givenchy big logoed sweatshirt, things like that. I love what Gucci is doing right now. I mean, it's so my vibe. I'm so excited for fall fashion because I'm like, here comes Fashionopolis. We're going to rock this out. I don't like logos. I, I, I'm me. And yeah. I don't really want to wear somebody else's name yeah. all over. I mean, we, in fact, that was one of the things a couple of weeks ago we talked about Gigi Hadid, or yes. it might have been Bella, but they, she was wearing Fendi. Right. Um, and it was a fur uh, jacket and skirt. Yeah. And then it had the logo all over but it. But you know what's really interesting is with logos in particular, when I was, uh, you know, it, like younger, coming out of high school into fashion, into the logos, I would get so excited about those things. Yeah. And I, you know, I work with kids and do like an industry one around class about how to come into style and into fashion. And I noticed I was wearing like a Gucci belt. And mm -hmm. the first thing one of the kids said was, oh, my God, you have got a Gucci belt. And you could tell that there's that level of excitement yeah. again around logos. I guess. Uh, is there, uh, we have just a few seconds. Is there well a couple any of things to touch on? You really... If you like a shaggy coat, they're coming back for fall. Oh, okay. If you like a little bit of headgear, meaning hats, scarves, weird forms of hats, like woolen hats, things like that for fall. Oh, tons of different alternatives and how to wear some kind of hat form or shape or scarf. Okay, you know, there's that weird kind of reflect Western kind of influence. We were just talking, well, we were about, talking the about the cowboy boots, right? Yeah, but now it's like in really gorgeous dresses and prints, and they're like Western prints showing like skin. Oh, yeah. So you're okay. seeing like really weird cuts and things like that. Again, '80s. The other thing to think about when you're thinking about fall fashion, if you're interested in clothing, fashion stuff like that, it's a lot of activism. Yeah. You know, that and a little bit of that I will protest in my fashion. So you're oh, seeing okay. a lot of interesting prints, a lot of interesting colors, interesting color combinations. So it's okay. kind of cool. Well, it's always exciting to see, you know, what's new. Well, politics yeah. always play into art. I guess so. fashion is one of the biggest art forms that we have in the world. And on that note, we are going to take a break and we will be back with a few more stories and some steals and deals to wrap up shop girls. Stay tuned. 
Welcome back to Shop Girls. We're wrapping up what's been a really fast two hours. It um, has been. In case I don't get to say it later, Grant, thanks for being with us. Maybe Thank I'll remember, you. but what in a case pleasure. I don't. You're listening to Harmony Kaplan and Grant Whitaker on Shop Girls today. And before we get to uh, any steals and deals, we've got just some little snippets of things that we thought you might be interested in. I love this. I think most everybody knows who Iris Affel is at this point. Yes. Um, she's been a style icon for, for decades, internationally known. She's, I think she's 96. She's right around 96, 97 I, years old. I think you're right. And she is being honored with a Barbie of her own, which I just love. We talked last week about some of these international icons and historical icons that are getting, you know, like Amelia Earhart yeah, and of Frida Kahlo yeah. and all. But I think this is absolutely wonderful. She's having one done uh, in, there's one in her likeness and with the ultimate seal of style icon approval. They just announced this this past Wednesday. They unveiled her Barbie is dressed in a punchy green Gucci suit that she has on on the cover of her new book, which is called Iris Apfel, Apfel uh, Accidental Icon. So she's one of a very exclusive club of celeb Barbies like Gigi Hadid. And Ashley Graham and Zendaya. Do you have also. a photo? Did, did they know, do the glasses? They did do a photo. Yes, they certainly did the glasses. Good. Hope, did you put that on our um, that link on? What was the label? Um, um, I'll double it check. Was, it's Iris Apfel getting her own Barbie. Um, if not, we'll we'll get it. And, I will and find put it. it. Yes, thank yeah, you. she's absolutely got her signature oversized glasses on and her layers of chunky necklaces and all. It's really it's fun to see. Well, I so. haven't played with Barbies since I was young. Well, um, but I think year, I'm going to go, I think I'm gonna have to go out and get one. Yeah, you might have to do that. The other uh, thing I wanted to mention, too, because I think, you know, I, a lot of people love Reese Witherspoon's Draper James line. She's just launched a plus-size collection that she's done. Um, it will be on three female-led companies, Eloquy, Rent the Runway, and DraperJames.com. And it is a, you know, up till now, they just had um, the smaller sizes, the 0 to 14. But now it will range all the way from 12 to 28. It's a 30-piece collection, and it's, you know, the typical southern uh Southern style sundresses and all those kind of fun prints that she has in the gingham checks and all of that kind of thing. Well, it's very her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and the things range around. She's got skirts at ninety five dollars, um, a jumpsuit at one forty five. Some of the dresses are uh, two hundred or over, but um, it's kind of nice that they're going to be available nice. for for everyone. Because she has a cute kind of all American look. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So you were telling me about gift cards. And what's been going on with um, people using them and, and people preferring those as their go-to gift? Well, I mean, the thing is, what can you not do with a gift card? Yeah, that's you know? true. I mean, don't you prefer to kind of walk into that situation and go, hi, I know the reason I, I sent you that article was more from a personal side. I always feel like it's a nice thing to give someone. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I kind of change my mind on that sometimes because I still like the idea of that you've taken the time to shop for something right. and really give a person, you know, whether... But don't you think as like black belt shoppers, are you picky about certain things? Sure. I can be. I can be very, very picky. So yeah. sometimes I always feel like it's a nice way. I enjoy shopping. Some yes. people don't. Yeah. 
You know, I think for the no, person, that's true for the yeah. person who probably that, you know, in your life, it's interesting because the article said a number of different things. I and then I'm taking it from my own perspective. I feel like the thing is, if you know someone that enjoys shopping or has a certain personal style. Yeah, that's pretty strong. I always think it's the good thing to give. Yeah, no, I think you're right. And obviously a lot of people do a lot of people give and the most popular, obviously, are the um Restaurant yeah, gift cards. Absolutely. But um, an awful lot of people give them to brick and mortar stores. Or if somebody has food allergies, it's a kind of good way to give them a gift card because they know you're thinking about them. Oh, if that's true, If it's at a particular too. Yeah. place, yes. you know. Yeah, that's true, too. But, uh, yeah, I, I go back and forth because I've gotten gift cards and been kind of, well, for my birthday, maybe it was last year, some friends gave me a gift card to the Galleria. Right. So you can use it at any store there. My problem is that I start chiming, like, oh, no, I don't want to spend it on that. Wish I get this. Well, no, I might find something else. I like I have trouble spending, you know, just making up my mind and, and using that. But the article card. also talked about it a little bit. In some cases, it's kind of like the death of the gift card. Sometimes people are not wanting to give it, you know, or stores are finding that it's not as popular as it once used to be. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and well, I just think, I mean, I would hate to see something like that go away. Oh, I don't think it will. No. I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll go away, but I think that you're right. I think for somebody, especially if you don't really know their style, um, or, or, you know, they really love shopping, it's probably a, a good way to go. But I think we're also, you know, I think we're on the verge of looking at what's the new technology going to be in terms of gift cards. You know, like, is it something that you can just send to somebody as a link and it's that easy and that, you know what I mean? Well, yes. And there are things like, are there things like, I know Nordstrom and there were several other stores that did where you send it by email okay, and you can tell them what the gift is. And before they receive it, if they already know it's not what they want, they can change it. Do you use your phone for a lot of things? Yeah, I probably use my iPad more. Okay. Yeah, But like no, if you I do. check in at the airport, do you use your oh, phone or a boarding pass? It depends. Sometimes, I, yeah. Sometimes I use my phone. Sometimes I use a boarding pass. Because, you know, I mean, some people who are into, you know, again, the whole technology of gift cards is, is pretty amazing. Yeah. No, it is. Well, anyway, you can get gift cards if you want. You don't have to if you don't want. Exactly. You can go out there and, and spend your time. But it's a time. shopping thing that we... Of course, have to know. Of course, we do. So here's another interesting thing that's happening. You know how Target does all of these wonderful collaborations, um, like with Joanna and Chip Gaines, and you know all of yeah, them. Yeah, I was and, interesting. This was an interesting. Read. Yeah, and IKEA also does some. Well, Amazon, God knows they're taking over the world. They don't want to be left behind, and so they are now getting into this collaboration idea to some exclusive. Um, collaboration. So they are doing a 2018 summer catalog mm-hmm. and they're featuring serveware collections that have been done by popular designers. Yep. And uh, a lot of these will be exclusive strictly to Amazon, available only on Amazon. Um, one of them is a collaboration called Dorotea, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, for Amazon. And it's a floral pattern ceramics that are crafted by Carolina uh, Silva. And they used to have them, some of her things at Anthropology, but these are new ones that are Ashley done. Ashley Rose is doing a combination yeah, with Amazon yeah. too. And they're doing them only for Amazon. They're, they're doing, uh, yes, it's sugar and cloth, mm-hmm. um, which is a lifestyle blog and brand that was started by Ashley Rose. So, you know, it's interesting how they are all getting into this. Okay. We have to stop right now because we've got to quickly do steals and deals. I want to 
especially, I'm sorry, Hope, I'm just trying to get right in there. Um, I want to especially mention, because you have till 4 o'clock, so you still have plenty of time, to get over to the 4th Annual Hats, Horses, and High Tea event. It's taking place at Scarborough Fair Boutique at 22. 38 Carter in St. Paul. They're showcasing hats by local milliners like Anna Lee and Karen Morris. And there will be tea and scones and finger sandwiches, which I just love. And all of this is benefiting Planned Parenthood of Minnesota, North Dakota, and South Dakota. So that's a four o'clock today at Scarborough Fair Boutique. And I think everybody should run over there. Today also is the last day for Bean and Rose Spring Break Sale. They're located at 45th in France. And I love it. Anything that fits into a beach tote is 20% off. There you go. So, I mean, I could fit a That's lot That's a real in. steals and deals. Yep, you could fit a lot in there. Uh, Flirt Boutique is having a swim trunk show now through March 19th, and they are located on Snelling in St. Paul. Uh, lots of things. You can go to uh, Minneapolis uh, or mspmag.com. I mean, I'll say it again. mspmag.com to shopping and style, and you can see all of the events coming up. Um, it's been a fast two hours. I thank it you for been. being here, Grant. Thank it you. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Join us next week for more Shop Girls. Thanks for listening.